his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Paul mentioned those driveway stakes. Yeah. They, yeah. Look, they look awfully lonely this year. I, I was driving in. The, the, I just thought that the other day when I saw that, because all our neighbors have those things up, and it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Good job putting those and up, but you don't really need them. Even our drive home from Brooklyn Park yesterday from Second Harvest Heartland, I noticed all of the fire hydrants are covered in plastic. No. And I thought. Yeah, and I thought to myself, wow, I haven't seen a full fire hydrant because there's zero snow. <laughs> I'm funny you mention that because that's something I have never noticed until this year, wrapping fire hydrants in plastic. Mm-hmm. Is that a new yeah, thing? Yeah, they do that. No, I don't think so. Really? I think it's new in the last five years, maybe. I've seen that before. I've seen it many times before, yeah. I think it's to keep the snow. To protect them? Yeah. So yeah. Then they... I get it, but yeah. it's just I've never seen that. I guess I never noticed that until... This year. But again, one of those things are... Usually they're buried in snow. Buried in snow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the top auto producer in the world again this year is, not surprisingly, Toyota. However, here in Minnesota, Toyota ranks third amongst vehicles registered in the state. Ford is number two. And any guesses, Adam, to number one? Uh, like So would it be like either General Motors or Stellantis? Uh, it's more specific. It's actually Chevrolet. Chevrolet, okay. Yeah, Chevrolet, 15.3% of registered vehicles in Minnesota Chevys. are Chevys. Does that surprise really? you, Adam? Yeah, I would still say Ford. Yeah. Um, I Based on what, I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, coming from, I don't drive a Ford anymore. I, again, my family has sold Fords for... Forever. Yep, you've given up on them. Okay, I've given. Yeah, I've turned my back on Henry Ford and Ford. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, it's just because Fords and like F one fifties are so ubiquitous. Yeah, it's but not terribly surprising. Uh, what, so, what's a Chevy that? I don't know that I've ever driven a Chevy, but what's a Chevy car that's super popular that people are driving? Oh, uh, the Chevy Silverado pickup. Silverado, truck. but yeah. also the like Silverado. the SUVs, okay. like the mm-hmm. is it Acadia? Is, yeah, uh, maybe. Traverse. Okay. And they have some. Historically, they've had some sedans too, but I think those. Yeah, I don't have know if they have any popular. kind of Chevy sedans they, anymore. I don't yeah. think you can. It's they have like a Chevy Volt pickups. and things like that, but anyway. Yep. Okay. The 2024 Luminary Lopet will still happen this weekend, but without snow and without skis, the candlelit Luminary Lopet happening tomorrow is billed as the Twin Cities' most magical event of the season. It will still happen on Lake of the Isles, but again, it's a walking event versus a uh, uh, skiing or snow event. It usually happens actually out on the lake. It'll be on shore this year. Uh, Jordana, this is right in your neighborhood, and this is your chance to take part in this wintertime 
candlelit activity. The temperatures will be in the 40s. I'll be there tomorrow wow. night. Will you join me? I mean, if the temperatures are in the 40s, well, tomorrow night it's Shabbos. I'm not going to be there Friday night. No. So, no. In the 40s in my neighborhood, that's something that I might do even to support you, but I'm sorry, not on Shabbos. Adam Carter, did you catch the mistake Jordana just made? I did not. I missed. I was. She just said tomorrow something. night is Friday night. No, tonight is Friday. Tonight's oh my Friday. God, Last yeah. time I checked. Oh yeah, God. Friday's today. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, tomorrow night after Shabbat. Tomorrow night, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Saturday night. Yes. Oh, God, I've no. Sorry, my brain stops working. I think <laughs> Thursday afternoon. I apologize. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. absolutely, David. I will come out and support you, and we we will have, we have no plan. So that is our plan now. Perfect. Hundred percent. Yes, can't, can't I think wait. that's great. All right. You promised me forty degrees though, because I'm not freezing my ass off for you, buddy. Yeah, it's supposed to be forty tomorrow evening. Okay. All right, then I'm on it. Where, are you skiing? I totally missed this. Yeah, did you pay attention? I, at I all? wasn't paying attention because now I'm like looking up fire hydrant information. I'm like a squirrel today. I'm like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I'm like, because you like, have oh, you don't. It's not even because of your phone. You're. It's just because of the show. People texting in about you know they protect the fire hydrants from salt. That's why we wrap them in plastic. And then I remembered my hometown again. There's three degrees of separation from South St. Paul. Waterus is based in South St. Paul. One of the uh, top makers of fire hydrants in the country. So there oh, you go. Really? Yeah. The more you know. Hmm. Got to be difficult for the weather. For the... Oh, not yet. Not wait, yet. wait, 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 wait. Oh, 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 my gosh. We love Elmo, don't you? That, of course, is from the Today Show, the moment that Larry David attacked Elmo. Assaulted Elmo. On live TV, Adam, I know you've seen this. Yes. What's your reaction? I love it. It's totally a Larry David move. They had Elmo, and Elmo's dad, I didn't know Elmo had a dad puppet. Me neither. So mm-hmm. Elmo's dad was there, and they were talking to Elmo about the story we talked about earlier this week about Elmo asked how everybody was doing, and it turned out to be a, a mental health check-in. And yes, so they had Elmo was. and Elmo's mm-hmm. dad on while they also had Larry David on because the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm premieres Sunday, and Larry took the opportunity to walk over there and <laughs> smash Elmo in the face. Larry's <laughs> such a jerk. That's his Come deal. Come on, Larry. Such that's, a curmudgeon. But that's his deal. Are we? I know. Will people overreact to this, saying he shouldn't have that's touched hilarious. that puppet? It is no. hilarious. They but made him apologize. It's very on brand. Right there, like a minute after that, they made him apologize, and Elmo accepted his accepted apology. Accepted his apology. Yes, yeah, so I, hopefully it's over. so sweet. Because Elmo's dad hopefully did Elmo's say, okay. did, well, Elmo's dad said something like, don't touch somebody without their approval. Yes, without consent. Oh. That's right. Mm-hmm. But it's He's Larry absolutely. David. And I think... That maybe Larry needs to do a mental health check-in with Elmo because that's he's got a problem if he's resorting eh, to violence. Eh, that's Larry David. By the way, I cannot wait for Sunday. Curb Your Enthusiasm, the final yes. season. I'm just it's it might be more, it's top five all-time show, but um, I very very much looking forward to seeing Larry David. I hope it's going to be good. It's Girl Scout cookie season. Scouts across the country are raising funds through the organization's famed box of sweet treats. And one mom wants buyers to be careful about what they say in front of these young girls selling cookies. She posted Hmm. on Instagram saying this, when you're approached by a Girl Scout selling cookies, please do not mention your diet. Talk about calories. Narrate out loud how buying cookies will make you eat the whole box or ask which cookies are the healthiest. 
Jordana, what's your reaction to that? And what do you do if a Girl Scout comes up to you and you, and you don't want to buy the cookies? How do you say no? I I say I already bought some or my my daughter's friends. Yeah. No, well, it's generally to the kids. It, that's generally you true. In, you know, it's 5 years ago you bought Generally true. Some. <laughs> yes. Generally <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I bought some cookies in 1987. Yes. So I'm I'm right. okay. I still have them. Right. Um no, I say that I already bought some. Thank you so much. And they say okay. But or just buy another box. They're Girl Scout cookies and they're delicious. And look, I, I understand the moms, you know, wanting to protect the kids from, oh, cookies are going to make me fat and oh, I shouldn't eat too many. And I hope you're not eating all the rest. I, I get it. People say stupid things because people are dumb and they're mean. But also, this is life. If you're selling something, people are going to say things or they might complain. Like there are life lessons to be learned here. If somebody says, I'm going to eat the whole box and the kid comes home and says, oh, you know, she said she was going to eat the That's a conversation that you have. You know, that's not healthy. And that person might have an eating disorder if you eat a whole box of cookies or these are conversations. I mean, I get what you wanting to protect your kid. I understand that. But Chill out a little bit. This is a Larry David conversation. Yeah, I would buy the cookies from you, but tell me about the cookies. Well, I get to, you know that's that's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and then the Girl Scout probably goes off on Larry, and then it would be it would be hilarious. Just and then he punches her in the face. Just just buy the cookies, and if you don't want to get fat or eat them, just throw them away, or give them to do a food shelf. Give, give them to somebody else. That's right. Yeah. Support the Girl Scouts. I like that, Adam. Support the Girl Scouts, but give the cookies to Second Harvest Heartland so they can uh, give them in their food shelves. I like it. People saying, uh, so, by, by the way, before you get to tease, mm-hmm. uh, we forgot about Impalas, Malibus, and Cruises. They still make Chevy Malibus and Impalas. And, of course, Chevy Tahoe's yeah. selling a lot of those, too. So people are chiming in on the Chevys. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Yeah, and also people are saying just give the Girl Scouts the money. Yeah, here's the money. You know, give the, the give the box away to somebody else. Yes, no, I was going to share. Charles Barkley went on a rant about Taylor Swift. Hear what he had to say about that next. Charles Barkley's got a new show. He's a, a talker. It's with Gail King from yeah. uh, CBS this morning, and Charles always has an opinion, and many people have opinions about Taylor Swift and the NFL and the, the, you know, more time being given to Taylor Swift. But here's what Charles had to say about her showing up at the games. David, don't you have that sound? We don't have the sound. Oh, I'm so sorry, sorry nice that we don't have that. I was about to do my I'm, Charles Barkley impersonation. Man, you knock ahead. You knock ahead if you scream about that. That's pretty Limited good. Limited Charles Barkley. By the way, Charles Barkley is an American treasure. And that's what he said. He said, right. I'll just read it. He's right. If you're screaming at Taylor Swift saying she ruined football, you're just a loser. He went on to say, you're just a loser or a jackass. You're either A or B. You're one of the two. And generally, I don't take advice from Charles Barkley. I don't watch the show. I think he's a, a fun personality. He definitely says... He, you know, says his piece, he, yeah. you know, says his mind. Um, and I think he's 100% right about this. Taylor Swift isn't doing anything wrong. You know, she's supporting her boyfriend. And the fact that there's a lot of attention on her, football fans need to chill out. You're gaining 
more fans because the Swifties are now watching the, 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 the games to see if they cut to her in the box. And why would you hate on this? Why would you be curmudgeonly we, about this? Why would you go all Larry David about this? This is a good thing. Because here's what's happened to it. I'm glad you brought this up because it's it's morphed from uh, an annoyance, which, uh, great. If you're a football fan and you're annoyed at seeing Taylor Swift, uh, fine, I get it. You know, I, I actually understand that. I don't get it. I, I mean, but it's turned into one of these things now where it's a, a pick, we've picked sides again. This is a, now it's, a, it's either a Republican or a Democrat mm-hmm. issue. Where, and this is legit now. There are legitimate conspiracy theories that suggest that Taylor Swift is somehow a uh, operative for the Democratic Party. I mean, okay, you, stop it. You can't make it up, but we stop can, you it. Can, but no, it's uh, so it's morphed from. Oh yeah, you know they're showing, and somebody did the math. It's like twenty-eight seconds total, like during a game or something, of actually seeing, um, seeing Taylor Swift in a in a booth. Who cares? Yeah, but still, it's. Oh, you know, she's going she's gonna to sway people to vote for Biden. It's just so stupid. It is so, so stupid. It's just everything we do now. It's, it doesn't matter. We've got to take a side on this. It's like yes. it's our team or your yes. team. It's so dumb. And it's a football hey. game. And she's Taylor Swift. And right. who cares? Although, I'll go back to my original point when they started dating. What did I say? I said, this is a, this is a merger of... Uh, whether it's planned or not, it's Taylor Swift merging with the NFL, and it's brilliant. It's brilliant marketing. It's and it has absolutely brilliant. worked for the NFL. And so I, <laughs> just get, just go on with life. You know, not everything has to be planned, yes. and not everything is a conspiracy. To yes, who cares? They show Jerry. You watch a Cowboys game, you see Jerry Jones and his mm-hmm. face all string tight from so much plastic surgery, they show the owners of games all the time in the booth. I don't want to see the owners. I don't care that the owner of a team is either Mm -hmm. cheering or upset at his, you know, billion-dollar investment. So who cares? That's why it surprised me so much. And Charles is fired up about it, and he shares your view. What is triggering everybody about Taylor Swift? There is no conspiracy people even someone even said i think it was bob costas on fox news i think it was bob i'm bob i apologize if it wasn't you someone said i can guarantee all of this would not be happening if she was wearing a maga hat i don't think that's true i think it's still taylor swift said that it's you don't think so it's um no all right i'm not sure somebody said that i gotta i'll have to reread the article but um I think that's crazy, too. I think if she was wearing a MAGA hat, they would be showing her more and they would be commenting on that because she's making a political statement. But the fact is, she's not making any political statements. She's not saying anything. She's just going to football games to cheer for her boyfriend. This is a very wholesome high school thing. Stop with the conspiracies. And I think. Uh, Charles Barkley is absolutely right. Well, not that you're a loser or a jackass. I don't know who you are. But just watch the game. Be happy that other people might be watching it too and having a little fun with this relationship. Will it last? Who cares? It's fun for now to see them together, like two huge superstars having fun together. I wish them only the best 
only happiness together and people should enjoy the, the Swifties can enjoy watching Taylor at the games also just like a regular person. So uh, thank you, Charles, for your comments. It's always fun to hear what you have to say. Apparently, have you watched his new show? Uh, I have not. It's and, uh, not a lot based on the ratings. Not, not a lot gonna. of people are watching it. It's on CNN. Yeah, but gonna. no, I, I apologize. You were 100 percent right because people are texting in was Bob Costas said that it was. And it he was said, Bob. so if okay. she was wearing a MAGA hat, they wouldn't show her. That's, that's what, that's that's what, he, what said. he said. Well, he's right. Yes, he he's said, absolutely can, right. Yeah, I can guarantee. No, you don't. Really? You don't think so? I think they would be showing her more. Oh, no. If she was wearing a MAGA hat? No. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Oh, well, interesting. That, I mean, if she were wearing a Joe Biden hat, I don't think they would be showing her as much. Oh, because you think they want to stay away from all the politics? Yeah, I think that's the point is that game. it's not po- it's po- not political. And you could argue, okay, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift has made statements in the past that uh, would align with more democratic principles, um, okay, and that, which is why the right is having a freaking out over this because she somehow they think is going to sway people to vote uh, for, for Joe Biden. But no, I think, yeah, if it were, if it were more political, I don't know, care who it is, um, they, she wouldn't be shown as much. Interesting. Okay. I just think she's Taylor, so they're going to show her yeah, that's, no matter no, what, that's, and that's they're going to talk saying, about too. the hat. Right. No, I... <sighs> It would be very strange if she were wearing that. No, I don't think they would show it as much. I don't think Taylor would be as widely popular Correct. if she was oh. political. If she, you know, either direction, because yep. people are turned off by that. They go, "I want to listen to good music. Yep. I don't need yeah. you to be pushing an agenda down my throat." And I think she understands that because she doesn't do that. As you know, does Roger the NFL. Waters. The NFL understands that too. Yeah. That they are yeah. attractive to mm-hmm. both sides of the aisle, and they don't want to make a stand. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Michael Jordan famously said Republicans buy sneakers too when they asked him to get political. And he said, nope. I, I get them not wanting to talk about it. Yep. I totally get that. Um, we will talk with someone else who doesn't talk about politics. That's okay. He talks about movies and shows. And Adam and I are really both enjoying Louder Milk. That's what was our random Love review it. For, Love it. for this this week. So we're enjoying that. But Tim Lammers will have his movie reviews next. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I watched Cocaine Bear last night. What? (laughs) 
How desperate were you to find No, I've been wanting to watch Cocaine Bear. And I said, you know, we're all together. And the kids are looking at me and Mark's looking at me because after dinner, if they finish their homework and stuff, I'm like, let's watch something. And I have been wanting to watch Cocaine Bear. And finally, they gave in. At some point when people's limbs were being ripped off and there was blood everywhere, Mark was like, what are we watching? Maddox was looking at his phone. Ruby was in, like, wants to see Cocaine Bear. I loved it. I mean, Adam, if you suspend reality, of course, and you sort of like understand that they meant it to be gory and it's not real and it's hilarious that this bear is addicted to cocaine, you just have to suspend reality. Maybe take a gummy. I don't know. It was fun. Have you not seen it? I have not. Tim, have you seen it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my oh gosh. yeah. I reviewed says. it at yeah. the time. And, and you know, you take a, 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 a gummy, a, a gummy bear, right? Yeah, there you go. A gummy bear. Very good. Very good. Well, and, well and, yeah, I mean, it is. It, the, the fun part about it is, is that, you know, I, I complain about, about the lack of originality in, yes. in Hollywood. Yes. And yes. somebody yes. takes this story, which is, gosh, it's 25, 30 years old that this happened. Yep. And and it was a springboard, right? Okay. Yes. In in real life, a, they they found this bear that had ingested a brick of cocaine or something, and somebody oh had the wherewithal this, you know, just really think outside of the box and and really yes. come up with something funny. And you're right, it is very gory, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's over the top, ridiculous gory. It's a bear on ridiculous. cocaine. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you find so, yes. it was funny. Yes. Thanks, Tim. I know. And I appreciated your knowledge of it because I was like, all right, I need to know that this is going to be silly and stupid and over the top. So I always appreciate you, Tim. What we you got for us this week? like that. You know, we, we need do movies. need movies. Like yes. That. Yes. Like Sharknado yes. is the same kind of thing. Just give us exactly. some ridiculous just goofy stuff. Fun. Right. Just, I that's exactly that there, right. There, was, there were actually somebody out there saying, you know, we should have Sharknado meets Cocaine Bear. Yes. And combine oh the God. two. God. That'd Make that happen. Make it happen. Yes. Uh, Tim, let's start with you for your um, for your reviews today. The release of Argyle. This is a theatrical release with uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, let's take a listen. I certainly hope you dance as well as you dress. There's only one way to find out. You and I, we're not so different. Agent Argyle. Little help? Hold on. The book is phenomenal, sweetie, but... What happens next? It's called a cliffhanger, mother. Ellie, it's called a cop-out. All right, that's Argyle. Did I say his name right? Henry Cavill? Cavill? It is Cavill. Cavill. It is Henry Cavill. Cavill. This is the easy way to remember it. Cavill rhymes with travel. Mm. Oh, I learned that a long time ago. And yeah, you know, it's not a Henry Cavill movie and John Cena's and it's not, you know, they're not the stars. I mean, the trailers might make you think that they are, but it's really Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Mm -hmm. Sam Rockwell. Bryce uh, plays this best-selling author of these espionage novels. Uh, There's a super spy in him called Mm -hmm. Argyle and the way she envisions him in the book, he looks like Henry Cavill, but Mm. uh, people love these books because they're so spot on that they wonder, are you a spy yourself? I mean, 
the writing seems to predict the events between the good guys and the bad guys. Well, one of her fans is a real-life super spy, Aiden Wilde, played by Sam Rockwell, and he turns up to say, you know what, Uh, there's an international crime syndicate that wants you dead because they're afraid that you're going to end up giving up their information and they're going to be you know caught by the authorities so all of a sudden she swept up in this global mission with this real life spy where there are several twists and turns that play play out yeah. so it, yeah. it, it's really interesting in that basically she realizes this aiden wilde is the real life version of henry henry cavill's character uh, argyle so she's watching Sam Rockwell, you know, go through the motions, but in her mind, she's imagining Henry Cavill's character doing it, (laughs) you know, so it's really inventive filmmaking, um, and it's got this all-star cast. I mean, everybody is in this thing. I mentioned John Cena, Henry Cavill, uh, you know, Bryce and Sam and Samuel L. Jackson and Brian Cranston and Catherine O'Hara. I mean, it is so much fun. The star power really gives the film its own identity, Although it feels like Romancing the Stone in a way, it feels like The Lost City with Sandra Bullock that came out in the last year or so. It feels like The Manchurian Candidate. It feels like the Amazon Prime series Citadel in some sort of ways, uh, like James Bond. So uh, the director is Matthew Vaughn, and he has an incredible handle on filmmaking. He did these movies called The Kingsman, The Secret Service. Uh, so he has a great handle on filmmaking, and it is just really one entertaining movie. Uh, can I just say something? Like, because John Cena's in this, and I find John Cena to be very, uh, very good when he acts. And right. I guess I shouldn't Love. be surprised mm-hmm. because pro wrestlers, I mean, they're acting and they're performing. It's an extension of that. But yes, exactly. He's in the latest in a long line. I mean, like The Rock, obviously, John Cena, uh, Dave Bautista. All these guys yeah. are really good actors. They really are, and 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 Dave Bautista, by the way, ran a gym in in Plymouth at one point. I oh. interviewed him a, oh. a while ago. I have no idea. Yeah, so his yeah. yeah his path led through Minnesota, and uh, but yes, I mean you know people say well it, it, professional wrestling is fake. No, no, they go through the motions, but yes, they add that dramatic flair to it, and uh, I am so impressed by John Cena. I mean, yeah. and he's terrific in this. Mm-hmm. But again, it's, mm-hmm. this is just fair warning. It's not a John Cena movie. It's not a Henry Cavill movie. They're in it quite a bit, but they balance it out with all these other terrific performers too. I will. I have to note one thing. There is a dance scene slash shootout scene in this movie. One of the craziest scenes I've ever witnessed, and it is insanely entertaining. I mean, this is really creative and fun stuff. We'll so this out. is worth going to the theater for. Oh yeah, yeah, because okay. you know it's a it's a global you know they they hop from country to country and mm-hmm. the action is big. You got the vistas and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it is definitely a big screen movie. Let's turn right. to uh, your Netflix pick, your streaming pick on Netflix. I've seen uh, this at the top of my queue, uh, asking mm-hmm. me to watch, and I might have to. It's Griselda with Sofia Vergara. For the last three years, Corselda Blanco has owned Miami, distributing cocaine. Ms. Blanco's operation has been efficient, deadly, and incredibly successful. Let's get to work. Oh boy. 
So uh, we oh, think boy. of Sofia Vergara. We think of the modern family and comedy. Yeah. This is a much yeah. different, sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad she went down this road because, you know, she could have got typecast into the glorious sort of roles from Modern Family. And she was terrific at that, don't get me wrong. So, But being on that show for so long obviously gave her a lot of clout to get something like this made. She produces this miniseries. It's six episodes on Netflix where she plays uh, Griselda Blanco, uh, Mm -hmm. a drug lord, a a real-life drug lord from the 1970s and 80s um, who, you know, had very humble beginnings. She flees Cuba with uh, uh, a brick of cocaine because of something, some nefarious stuff that her husband did. She brought her three sons there. She thought, okay, this cocaine, if I get rid of it, this will just give me enough for a new life. But then she gets a taste of, of the, the money that she can make from it. And mm. then before too long, she, she gets the power and a thirst for power. In a way, I was kind of looking at this movie as a Walter White sort of thing, mm. right? Yeah. Because, you know, he starts in that place, a very uh, a, a place of survival, and then all of a sudden he he turns into a monster. And that's somewhat the same story uh, with with Griselda Blanco. Okay, so is it, I mean, is it super gory? Because I don't, like, want to see a you million know, people getting it, killed I, every know, episode. I, I've been asked that, you know, it's like, it's, it's, um, it, it, so far, no. I mean, and I've only seen three episodes, but you got to believe the more power, the more... The more people are going to uh, drop dead. <laughs> and and <laughs> yeah, in, in what okay. ways they drop dead, I don't know. I would imagine so, but nothing near to like, this is this sort of, to me, re- reminds me of Scarface as well in yeah. the remake with Al Pacino mm. and Antonio Montana in, in Miami, much in the way that this, this so- story is set in Miami. That was very gory. Uh, so far, no. But it, okay, it, good. it's really, we'll try really it. fascinating. Mm-hmm. And you got to love watching Sophia do this completely oh, yeah. different mm-hmm. role. Uh, could, does she pull it off? Because, you know, it, it's oh. difficult when you see somebody, you know, who's been a comedy actor for so mm-hmm. long. It's difficult for some people to make that l- jump. I had uh, my oldest daughter and oldest uh, youngest son walked into the room and they said, who's that? Oh, oh my God, wow, that's Sofia right. Vergara. Mm-hmm. She really mm-hmm. just transforms into this character and, you know, re- resembles slightly the Sophia we know from Modern Family. But no, mm-hmm. no, she it, it's she's got to be nominated for an Emmy. I mean, I can say that already. It's a year from now before we get mm-hmm. the Emmys again. But she is that terrific. This is this is a, a transformative role for her. She's going to be doing a lot of drama after this. Before we let you go, David said to me he has a new Billy Joel song. I said, wait, there's a new Billy Joel song. I don't. Oh, and he's playing it for us now. Been here before, pacing these halls, trying to talk over the silence. And pride sticks out his tongue, laughs at the portrait that we become, stuck in a frame. I already love it. To change. I already love it. It really is spectacular. And this, it's been 17 years since he's released an original song. Hasn't done an album for over 30. I have to say, I love this song because I grew up with Billy Joel. Uh, Billy Joel was like the Beatles to me, right? Yep. Um, that it, it, it was like a cultural holiday yesterday when this thing, or on Wednesday, no, the first. It was yesterday that this was released. 
And uh, are, you, are you both Billy fans? Because I found out that huge, Dave is a huge Billy huge. Joel fan. I am. I'm like, I, uh, I, I come from a strange point of view here. I do love Billy Joel, but I, I think his songs are either great or terrible. <laughs> it's a very, really? yes. There's like, but you, he, but you also don't like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I, know, I mean, I kind of get that about yeah, you. I'm a so. crema, yes, and Adam I, hates America. So. Yes. <laughs> I will say this, though, listening to that, his voice hasn't changed at all. No, he's 75. Sounds amazing. This could have yeah, been he, like from an album in the 70s. It sounds exactly the same as his voice did on The Stranger or any other album. Yeah, exactly. And and I will say that this song, I I think it belongs in that group of, of, of his great hits. You know, he did some good stuff in the mid-80s and the late 80s, and there's certainly songs from The Bridge and from, uh, you know, River of Dreams and all those albums that came out. But, you know... It, it was so fun for me to, I got such of a personal history with this guy. In uh, 1986, my best friend Brian and I got front row tickets to his show at the St. Paul Civic Center. Uh, I gave him a pair of sunglasses that he wore during the show. I, there was a note attached. He wrote me a thank you letter what? after that. Oh, no. I'll, I'll take a picture of all this stuff and show you guys at some point, because it is pretty amazing. Then in 1989, he was on uh, uh, in Minneapolis promoting his Stormfront album, and then I met him and got a picture with him, too. And, you know, both of us don't look anything like we did back in 1989. So, uh, But, yeah, it, it, it's been an amazing history, uh, personal history with this guy. He is one of my absolute all-time favorites. So, so to get a song like this... And oh something as classic sounding as this, it's a dream come true. I'm a huge fan, too, so I can't wait to listen to the whole album. And thank you for sharing those stories, Tim. Yeah, cool story. Yeah, it's like I'm Forrest Gump plugged into these very strange situations. This was long before I did entertainment reporting and stuff, too. So, yeah, pretty crazy. I, I totally get it. That was awesome. Tim, we're out of time, but thank you so much for joining us and for sharing. Have an awesome right. weekend. Have a great weekend. See you, Tim. Have a See good weekend. <clears throat> I feel that way about Billy Joel. I mean, he's my top three. You know, I got Bruce, I got Bon Jovi, I got Billy Joel. I had all the tapes in my tape. I had like a tape uh, yeah, the plastic. suitcase. Yes, you know, the like suitcase. Suit- you know, yes, or the, remember the plastic uh, long sleeves yes. they had too? Yeah. Totally. And all the Billy, I can see the glass houses uh, record album, record, you know, the tape album there. But we're super late for the break. Let's take a break. I'll reminisce more later. <laughs> 10.56, that's your Linda's Construction time check. Time to invest in clog-free leaf guard gutters and receive 50% off installation labor. Went long with Tim, so just a short segment here. I thought we could mm-hmm. plug the fact that because we did the uh, Radiothon yesterday that we mm-hmm. bumped Dear Jordana to today. So we get a, a Friday edition of Dear Jordana. We'll do that at 11.35. So if you have something you want Jordana to address... Uh, by all means, text us right I'm now. I'm here for you. 651-461-9226. Mm-hmm. You know, Billy Joel was my first concert. Billy Joel yeah. at Yankee Stadium. Wow. And it was that's pretty good. extraordinary. That's pretty it good. Was, yeah. I mean, that's the old a good Yankee one. Stadium. I was, yep. Yeah, I was probably 15, wow. maybe a sophomore, maybe a junior in high school. Um, that's, you know, and my, and my friend's dad rented us a bus. So he, uh, there was a bus driver, and I can't believe I'm saying this on the air. There was a beer ball in the back of the bus. Party Remember ball. Remember beer balls? Party, Party ball. balls. Yes. Yeah. And we were teenagers, so I don't know. That wasn't, that wasn't my, dad, my friend's dad. I don't know how that got on, but my God, was that a good memory. Oh, man. Party balls. <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> Party ball, yeah. Ball full of beer. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we'll be back. We'll talk Apple Vision Pro next after the news. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 